podcast i'm here with greg omero wilson don fry said he's coming we'll see if that's actually going to happen uh but he's back and he's better i spoke to him he uh he's in really great shape he said he feels better than he has in in years uh and uh that's uh, great man that's awesome that means the treatment works and good for him brother you know i'm excited i'm good he seems like he's uh he's back in form so seems like it i'm so i'm excited to hear all about it uh i i had a crazy weekend how was your weekend What, what did you do uh, well, for me, I was lucky enough to have my in-laws in town this weekend. And I don't know if you have to do that very often. I almost, You know, the thing is, they're very nice people. And I'll, I'll say this. They don't fight. So that's a positive. Yeah. You know, like my family, all they do is fight. It's constant. Just they're fighting with each other, fighting with everybody else. Just fight, fight, fight. I fucking hate it. At least your parents don't fight. You know? I mean, they're just, they just want to talk <laughs> all the time. Like, so I arranged for a show on Friday night, eight o'clock, ha ha, big closer headliner show. So I go up there and I mean, I'm like, I got to deliver my fucking in-laws are here, man. And luckily I had a monstrous set, absolutely blew the door, a standing ovation actually. Wow. And so, uh, so I'm like, you know, and then they were like, listen, you can stay if you want for the, you know, I know you want to hang out with your buddies. So if you want to hang out, I'll take my parents home. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> and, then, and then Saturday, okay, so we had this trip down to Huntington Beach, this little German town they have down there planned and all this. And, and then they were like, no, we don't, we don't want to go. We, we don't want to go anywhere. We want to just sit here and, and talk to you. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. All day. All just hanging out, talking, talking to me. So and so, okay. So they have, you know, they're telling us their stories. Again, very sweet. They're not fighting. There's nothing. It's just, you know, it's a lot of, you know, talking. And so then around nine o'clock, I'm going out to get more booze because I'm like, I gotta get fucking drunk. I gotta pass out soon. And Terry texts me from the hot. Is like, hey, do you want to come on my host late show? I'm like, yeah, so come right now. <laughs> so I go to the store, get some more beers, come back, and I'm like, here you go, guys. Hope everybody's good. They need me in the hum, yum, yum. So uh, I was able to do, but they were all very supportive and very loving, and they're very sweet people. But uh, it, you know, it's it's when you're used to just you know just chilling. Uh, it, it was, it was but it was, it was nice. It was nice overall. Well, my wife's grandparents. First of all, my wife's grandparents are born again Christians. Like complete and like Trump supporters, Christian. So they're like, "Oh, Adam's specials on." Amazon. By the way, the two are not mutually exclusive. <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, Adam's comedy is on Amazon Prime. Let's watch it." They got through forty-five seconds, and then they were mortified. I like the first blowjob joke was like, "Hey, my wife." Oh my funny. god! I bet. Oh no! Whose idea was that? Theirs. Oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was one thing, and then they like. They're, they're super fun. I mean, they're, they're really nice and like, I like love them, but they're just, uh, I mean, the first time I went over there, 
they didn't they made me and Bree sleep in different rooms. Yeah. And then the next time we went over there for the holidays, she was pregnant. I'm like, see, that's what happens. <laughs> uh, good thing you kept us in separate rooms. Yeah, uh, they're they're super nice people. Her father, my wife didn't never. Uh, met, she met her father, never met her father. Like like he was a, right. he, he was a, not a good guy to her. Left before she was born, and then she met with him once when she was like 20. Anyway, he, he I go to he, he he lives in Canada and he shows up at my show. But it, like Bree told me, my dad's come to your show, but I, I wasn't really listening. But she didn't tell me which show, so like I forgot. So like five right, days right. Into it, five days into it, I'm on stage and some older guys there, and I'm like I'm doing jokes about him, and I'm like, oh, you know, uh, bingo night, get out, you know, I'll do some jokes for you, B34, just the whole ripping of being old. Like he can't hear me, don't worry. And then I'm like, what are you here for? He's like, I'm your wife's dad. And then everyone just started like applauding. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no don't applaud for him. This guy, this exactly. Guy, I'm like, this guy's a deadbeat. No, don't even. I like. <laughs> people thought I was like. I should have known that that was my wife's dad. What does that tell you about this motherfucker? Right. And then people were like, they thought it was like part of the act. I'm like, no, no, guys, stop. <laughs> I go, I go. You didn't even get us a wedding a fucking present, right? I like got off stage. They handed me like a stack of like of like a thousand bucks for the wedding. Him and his him and his sister. But it was because I said that because it was like all like fresh. <laughs> it was like fresh hundred. <laughs> He went to the ATM and came back with a wedding. But it was Canadians. It was like 20 bucks. But still, it was like, it was, oh it was awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, so over the weekend, meanwhile, so I had a show at the Roosevelt, right, which I love the room. Are you, are you in at the Roosevelt? I'm not. Who, I don't even know. I thought that was Skylar Stone show, but I guess not. No, I'll get you in there within three seconds. I got you. Cool. Thank uh, you, brother. Um, but it's a great show. It's a beautiful room. So I'm on there and uh, I like go on and I'm just fucking, I'm just ripping it. It's one of those sets. It's like it has an old school like Vegas feel. You know, mm -hmm. kind of like, a, it's like. It's a showroom. Yeah, showroom, like 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 red velvet, like fucking. I love it. Thing, I love like, it. So I, I go on stage and there's like, like an older guy with a girl who's like a smoke show. So she gets up to go to the bathroom. So I'm like, oh, is your hour up? You know, and then I was like. <laughs> So I get off stage and someone's like, Turns out he goes, I'm your wife's father. <laughs> but even worse, they were like, that was the GM of the Roosevelt. <laughs> oh like, my God. Oh no. You are amazing. And your ability to find it and step in it is amazing. Luckily, he was a good sport. They were both laughing. And that was- That's good. That, that Saturday, I did a show at, the, at the, some, a VFW, right? A veteran thing for like, in like Ontario. So I'm on stage and like it's a, they're laughing at everything. It's just a, it's a hot room, but these people are like definitely just like blue blue collar people, you know. Sure. Um, so there's a girl, just a guy in a wheelchair and a girl in a wheelchair, and they're laughing. And the girl just rolls out of the room like halfway through my set. So I'm like, oh, I think I just rolled the crowd. I'm like, you know. <laughs> so then I'm just like, wow, that's when you know you're having a tough time. But I wasn't. I was fucking with it. So then the girl, I go, are you leaving? She's like, no, I'm just getting a drink. I go, okay. And then she, I'm like, then she stands up. And I'm like, wait, are you even, like, are you permanently disabled? Like, what's the deal? Because like, you had huge boobs. I'm like, are your boobs that big that you need a wheelchair? And then <laughs> she's like, no, I had a motorcycle accident. I'm like, oh, well, I'm like, well, at least you had two airbags. And then, uh, nice. then there were some Asian people. I'm like, did you hit them? So it was, it was a good, it was a good, like, they were dying. It was one of those gigs where I'm like, why didn't I fucking tape this? Of course, of course. That's yeah, what that's what I thought about my set on, on Friday, that monster set. I'm like, of course I'm not ready. Oh, oh, then, then Saturday I'm hosting. And you know, I do my, my little uh, uh, silly, I look like 
uh, Mario yeah, from yeah. the video game, you know, and I do the, I love America, I come to fucking boozy. If you don't yeah. see it, check out my 30-minute special, um, Hindsight is 2020 on YouTube, because it's, a, it's in the beginning of that show. So I'm doing my little Mario joke, and I'd be like, you know, I love the black pussy, I love the brown pussy, I don't like the white pussy. And then someone yells, this girl yells out, Armenian pussy. And I'm like, oh, I love Armenian pussy. Have to bring him a chatty just to get to it, you know. Ah. Okay. And she gets up and starts walking towards the stage. I'm like, oh, no, here it come to grab me and drag me. You know, I'm doing this. Yeah. And she picks up a chair. No. And starts coming at me with the chair. And I'm like, and I kind of like, I'm like, Okay, if she starts to swing the chair, I'm gonna have to tackle her. Like I have no choice. So I'm kind of like like this, and she's like, and I can tell now she's just not. She's not actually gonna swing the chair. She's just, and so I just kind of like put my hands on her, and you know, and just like, okay, okay, yeah. all right, let's turn it around, let's come back, uh, and I mean, it got tense. And then, of course, I made a bunch of jokes about that. I'm like, you guys, what should you? I was like, I gotta, do I? I mean, I gotta take a shot here. She swings that chair, I'm gonna have to shoot. Like, That's you know, crazy. it was. It was uh, it was a really wild and the and then of course her boyfriend was like what the fuck is wrong with you just and of course she's like I was helping I was part of it like yeah helping so they get in a big fight and end up leaving and me and the audience just make a million jokes about her for the rest of the night and actually <laughs> so that set ended up being uh, it wasn't as good a set but it was certainly more exciting oh my god uh, wow that's crazy that, yeah chair I mean come on. You have to know. I know, and I was like, I was like, and I'm watching her, like, I'm like, if she starts to pull it, I'm, I gotta, I gotta tackle her. Like, I, what am I supposed to do? Just let her just swing it at me? So I was like, come on. And then she was just still, and I'm like, okay, all right, let's just, okay, let's just turn it around. Let's go back to your seat, take the chair away. There we go. Good work. So I don't think she meant it. She really, I thought, thought she was being funny, but I mean, she's clearly one of those girls that, her idea of funny makes everybody else completely uncomfortable. <laughs> like, uh, she'll the type of girl that'll stand up in a movie theater and, like, yell at the screen and everything. Like, what? I'm making it better, you know? And your friend's I like, hate oh, that. My I'm, God. I'm helping is, like... Well, the I'm, I'm helping you girl, yeah. last week. You went to Dime last Tuesday, which I don't know if you want to come tomorrow. But the guy before me went on, and just, like, there was, like, what? Like, six black people in the crowd? That was, like, the crowd. And the oh guy, yeah! Oh, that's right. Me, told them all they were unemployed, right? He's like, "You guys have no job or something." And no, he go, put, somebody got a drink. and goes, "Yeah, I get another drink. Spend that unemployment money." <laughs> and they were like, "Whoa!" And apparently, one of them, like when he got off stage, was just shooting up the finger the whole. Hour. I heard all about it. We were outside. They came outside and immediately told us. I have to go on next, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go on stage and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" And the guy goes out. That last guy fucking sucked. Uh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, now he's getting heckled during my set. Uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I, I mean, I never had that happen where the guy before yeah. me, I'm like, because well, I, and the, he's I also wanna, a the whitest tall, what like he looks like white. If white privilege were human, it was that guy, and and he, I, I don't think he meant no. it to sound the way like, it well, sounded. Jail, the guy went to jail for like two years for dealing drugs. People don't yeah, know. yeah. It, it, like, I mean, it, I feel like he was just saying, it, and we're all on unemployment. We're all spending the unemployment money. I, I don't think he, but because of the way he looks, 
and the people that he said it to, oh. I think it automatically took on that connotation. Though I don't think that's really how he meant it. I thought he was just like, was yeah, like, right. Enjoy the, enjoy, we're all we're all enjoying this unemployment money. Yeah, and and instead it just sounded super racist. Oh my god, <laughs> I have to like, and I was in a wanted <sighs> the crowd to like me, but I'm not gonna just shit on the other comic. Cause I booked him. Number one, he's my friend. Yeah. It's like, man, I was like, I have to diffuse this situation, you know. And then after the show, the, uh, after you left with that girl, we spoke with that girl. She started getting in on me about how. Oh, uh, I had to get away from that. I'm like, you're, you're harshing my buzz here. I'm not. I can't listen to this right now. I gotta go. Yeah, she she just had something to say about everything, and I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, you know, like, I, I, I should have took your cue, man, because I I got stuck in this situation where I was like, why am I in this? conversation right now oh the best though is when she you go you ask her uh, she's just she announces she has an only fans yeah and then she's and then you're like so what do you what do you do and she's like what do you want to see and she's talking about how she you know how she was sending these videos to dudes for free so why not do an only fan? and again we're both being like cool yeah great and then she yelled out and i work with kids <laughs> <laughs> And you and I just, I really fell apart laughing like, of course, that is the most Hollywood thing I've ever heard. So oh, yeah, I'm not only fans. What do you want to see? How much money? Yeah, but don't worry. I work with children. No, the worst is that there were two guys next to her that I think might have been trying to sleep with her. So they were like, like, like I was the idiot for like questioning any of this. Like, I, like they were like, oh, yeah, this is totally normal. I'm like, uh, <laughs> like what fucking plan? I, I don't think you as a parent were like, so do the parents know about the only fans? Yeah. And she's like, I think some of the dads watch it. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And that's when I was like, dude, why are we still here? I'm, but this is, I think that's the cue to leave. That's yeah, the, me and her got into an argument for, like, an hour after that. And I was like, dude, what am I? Let's talk about, and I was See, and, see, was, and that's on you 100%. because she clearly established her level of instability. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I know. And I was high, so I'm like, maybe if I wasn't high, I, I, I like wouldn't be as like annoyed by this. There was another girl told me she had an only. I went to a Halloween party, uh, and I'm having a great time. And this girl tells me about her. I'm doing comedy for two years, and it's not a normal situation. Oh, that's that's nice. I'm like, so what? Uh, what? Uh, so what? She, I'm like, why? What got you into comedy? And she's like, well, I was doing porn for a while, and, and then, and then I was like, okay, and then before that, oh, I was doing BDSM and and, and bondage, and I was like. <laughs> Like, well, she rode the full arc. She rode it all the way up and then was like, and I'll try comedy. Dude, <laughs> I'm out. And I was I like, it. so. I love it when comedy becomes your fallback career choice after porn. And then she told me. If porn doesn't work out, I'll just try comedy. Then she told me she had 24 guys that work for her, for her OnlyFans. I'm like, well, what do they, what do they do? She's like, oh, they send people videos all day pretending they're me. I'm like, dude, this is what it, so now, like, anybody who has an OnlyFans, you think this girl's talking to you? It's some guy in Pittsburgh. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, yeah, she doesn't have time to talk to thousands of people individually. Yeah, oh, God. By the way, did you, uh, I'm going to talk about the fights, by the way, but before that. Yes. Did you see, uh, did you dress up for Halloween or anything? We did not dress up. Okay, all right. Just because so, we had the family here, we didn't know if we were going to go do something or we were not going to do something, and so we didn't. So I'm looking right now at the MMA Halloween right now, right? Right. So right. here are some things people did. So here's, I guess, Forrest Griffin trying to get a uh, pumpkin over his pumpkin. head. Pumpkin, okay. And that, oh, no, that's, oh, is that, yes, Forrest Griffin. Chris Cyborg 
Well, she looks pretty good here. I th I think she does. That's pretty. That's sexy for Cyborg. I think she looks better, right, as a vampire. Yeah, that's hot. I mean, she's yeah, like she's definitely uh, like if you saw her at a club, you'd be like, damn, that, that girl's kind of smoking. Um, and then uh, here's Max Holloway with his son. Max Holloway is a class act. You gotta like that. Yeah, um, I think that's his wife. I'm pretty sure that's his wife. His second wife. Um, so what is their costume right. though? <laughs> Are they just samurai? Is he just uh, is he just culturally appropriating his wife? Is that all he's doing? Like I married an Asian, so I'm a samurai. I guess I don't know. I, I believe she's Hawaiian, and so is he. Uh, Thundercap and Flash, I guess that's Thundercap and Flash. Uh, okay. And then Johnny Bones. He goes. I, I'm pretty sure I freaked out the whole neighborhood. Um, this may be the only night you didn't actually. Uh, this <laughs> I think going out and shooting like random in the air and, and, and getting into running away from uh, accidents and having the cops. This might be the only night where you're like, oh, we should invite John Jones over. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, what was he dressed as? He puts a picture up in silhouette. You can't see a thing. I'm pretty sure he's hollow. He's, uh, he's, he's, he's Michael he's, Myers. Mike Myers. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. So here's Carla Esparza. She's looking pretty good. Well, there you go. Just being a dominatrix, that is probably an easy costume. But her boyfriend, her husband, had like a, a, a chain around him and it was walking on all fours. But they seem like- Again, were... I feel like this was an easy costume. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like, this is like, should we just show him what we do all the time? <laughs> the guy looks like he could definitely take her. Uh, I mean, she could definitely take him. He looks like, he he's not one of these muscle guys. Yeah, like, right, he, right. Looks like, like Good a, for her. Counting or something. Um, and then here's Sergio Pettis. Uh, well done, Sergio. As, as Prince. Prince serving, pan Prince serving pancakes. Yeah, I'm not really sure why that. But That's that story. That's that story that uh, oh, yeah. uh, Murphy called? told on, on, uh, the sh on Chappelle's show. Right, right, right. Here's Megan Charlie Murphy. Megan Anderson, yep, with two girls here. Okay. Uh, she says she's going to put a spell on you. Yes, the Hocus Pocus crew is what you have there. Okay. Clay Guida, uh, he's like, he's a mop. <laughs> he's showing his other job. I guess he's Joe <laughs> Dirt. He's doing Joe Dirt, but it looks like this is what I do between my spines. <laughs> but I guess he's Joe Dirt. I guess that's what he's going for there. Angela Hill and her husband, who I like a lot, by the way. I was at one of their fights one time, and Angela was walking out. Her husband's a trainer, and someone yelled out like, uh, Somebody was like, uh, you, uh, you're going to lose. And he gave him the middle finger while, while he was walking. I mean, that was pretty cool. Like, he was like, you know, they were, they were both homeless together, living in a gym. I think, well, they got a lot in common. <laughs> no, they were, I mean, they were both homeless in the gym. Like, they lived in the gym together. And he was a trainer. And, like, now nah, it's, it's a, actually a really beautiful story. Listen, uh, that's one way to get a girl. <laughs> Kelvin Gastelum as Nacho Libre. <laughs> Love it. That makes a lot of sense. Very cool for him, too, to be funny, like, you know, to be, make fun of himself like that. And then we have Yana Kusaka. She's pregnant and she's lifting. Probably shouldn't lift when you're pregnant, but fuck it, right? Or maybe you should. I don't know. Yeah, uh, who knows? Yeah. Miranda Maverick. Seems like it could be good, could be bad. Tiago Santos looks like a fucking psycho. I think he's married to Yana. Uh, they're, I think they're or they're they're having a baby together, so that this this, probably, this makes sense. Charles Rosa, uh, and what is this? 
superheroes. That's Charles Rosa, and I guess that's Rosa right here. I don't know who that is, but that dude looks fucking jacked as shit. Uh, Juliana, uh, who's this? This is uh, Invicta. Uh, Joey Beltran, Lauren Murphy <laughs> as the as the dude. Nice, excellent. Her and her husband. Uh, I like Lauren Murphy a lot. Uh, Steve Peterson, Jessica Penne. She, I like Jessica a lot. She has the worst wrestling bitch face. She's like the nicest person, but you would never know it. She just looks. <laughs> she just looks like she does not want to be talking <clears throat> to at all times. And I'm sure this probably true. Rowdy Beck. Oh, yeah, there you go. Really big. He's taking a fit, Bennis. <laughs> What's going on with Rowdy's? Is she wearing a mask or is that her Yeah, yeah she's wearing a mask. Oh, come on. Okay. <laughs> she's wearing a mask. Uh, Mario Brothers. That's a costume Roxanne. I can't take off. Roxanne and her boyfriend. Uh, nice. Kind of a cute couple, actually. I like it. Uh, Angela Lee. She's she's sexy girl right there. Very sexy. Good. Amanda Nunez. Uh, as her and her wife, and 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 nice. the kid. There uh, you go. She's Aladdin. Uh, Kay Hansen, who was like she, looking she was good. Girl. She was like 18 years old when she became a fighter, and I think she's like 21 now. She's had like 20 fights. She, she got a. Is she one of the ones that has an OnlyFans account? No, no, no. She's oh, okay. like one that like got a softball scholarship to Harvard or something. Turned it down, became a fighter, like dropped out of high school, and now she's doing really well. She's 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 tough. Jessica I, she has an OnlyFans account. And it's like, 10, okay. it's like 10 grand to like see her nudes. It's like fucking crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's Jessica I. What, what is this? This is like a... I think it's like a Dia de los Muertos type thing. But it's a face mask. Uh, and then we have Juan Archuleta. Who else we got? Junior Dos Santos. That's pretty funny. I mean, that, I mean, this is one of the scariest men of all time. <laughs> and what is, what is the... What is, is it... I, I don't know what he's, is it from Monsters, Inc.? I yes. think that's what they're doing. And then, uh, yeah, that's, so that's our uh, Mike Perry. Nice. Mike, Mike Perry. Perry could just go as himself. <laughs> Who are you? I'm crazy, Mike Perry. <laughs> Nate Diaz and his crew. Uh, that, that's the most normal Nate Diaz. He went as like. I was going to say, so they just went as like white people? What is <laughs> He went as like not Nate Diaz. Yeah, like. All right. What is that? Who did he go as? Uh, I, is that supposed to be the Scooby Doo crew? I don't know what he did. Like, I love that they just went as white people. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I think it was Scooby Doo crew. I think that was the. By the way, are you watching the uh, the Wu Tang saga? Uh, some of it. Summer is watching it, and so I watch it by osmosis on occasion. And uh, so, I mean, it's very interesting. The parts I've seen are very interesting. It's really, really good. Um, but there's, there's one of the things is like Old Dirty Bastard is like steals the show, right? I mean, yeah. You know, I didn't realize how talented like they all were, number one. But also, so I, I went into this Old Dirty Bastard like deep dive where I'm like, I got to find out more about this guy first. Cause that, and then, you know, that thing with the, remember that in the, uh, in the uh, Grammys when he ran on stage and he's like, man, Puffy, all right, but Wu Tang is forever. But he, yeah. but he ran up like, during like Sean Colvin or something, was about to accept her speech. Like it was like six categories after he lost. <laughs> he went up there and he said, Puffy, all right, but Wu-Tang is for the children, right? So then I'm like looking more, there was a, the, so they interviewed Praz from like the, uh, from the uh, Fuji's, remember Praz? Sort of. Yeah, that, that song, Ghetto Superstar, that is yeah. him and Maya. 
So they asked him, like, yo, how did ODB get on that, get on that track? So he says that he was recording in California and ODB just showed up and he went to the wrong studio. And he thought he was in New York. <laughs> he was on something. <laughs> so Proz is like, no, man, like you're at the, not, the studio you're asking, but as in, he thought he was in New York. And he's like, yo, that studio is not the studio. And he's getting like annoyed. And ODB is, no, I'm here, man. I'm, I'm like, they're arguing. And then he goes, yo, what's that track in the background? It was like on loop. And they're like, oh, that's my new song. He goes, he goes I gotta get on that. So he jumps in the, in the thing, he goes, all right. And then starts writing a, a rap in like five minutes and then sang it. And it became like the biggest hit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, sometimes the best thing you can do is not try <laughs> but like he just jumped to the wrong the wrong state the wrong studio and just says yo can i get on that and they're like okay he's like i was gonna delete it a minute after he left but i'm like yo this actually sounds pretty good <laughs> dude i uh i one time was going to a gig out of new york and i go to the airport and I would always fly in and out of Newark. And I got and I look and it said my my flight was I booked the flight for eleven, but I looked and it said it left at ten. And I'm like, I'm like, oh my God, what how did I am I and I go, look, it says eleven. It says the flight is at eleven. And the woman behind that goes, Maybe that flight's out of LaGuardia. You're in Newark. Uh, <laughs> what did you do? And I'm like, I'll never get there again. She's like, you're never going to get there in time. She goes, but don't worry. There's a one o'clock flight out of here. I'll just switch you over to that. So she, she was very nice. And she switched me over to that one o'clock flight out of oh, here. Because I was not just at the wrong airport. I was in the wrong state. Yeah, but at it least was, you got that. But at least, like, you knew, like, like you thought it was, like, that's crazy. Oh, but here's the thing. I was being indignant about oh, how the flight was supposed to leave at 11. I'm like, how could you leave at 10? This says 11. It says right there, 11. She's like, baby, that flat thing's out of the guac. <laughs> uh, so, fights over the weekend. Um, Glover versus Jan. Uh, Glover, surprising the world. Who, you know, like just when you thought he was out, he drags you back in. I picked him. What? I picked him. I, I, I picked him based because I didn't pick him the last six times and he won. I'm like, man, this dude is, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe you peak at 43. But he's fighting better than he ever did, and he seems like a real nice guy. I'm really happy for him. Uh, he just—I uh, don't know how he did it. I think he hurt Jan's neck in the first round. Oh, he did because he had him balled up and was pulling on that neck so hard. And then because he just barely got the crank on it, and he was like tap 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 tap. Yeah. So I think okay. that because when he was doing it, I was like, I had never even seen that move. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, but it looks really fucking painful because he was just. And it's and it's a move that people do in jiu-jitsu to like. It doesn't, you, you don't tap from it most of the time. Sometimes you can tap from it. But yeah. This is kind of like a, a stressful, like, I'm going to be. Like, a you're just trying to rip the head right off the body. Yeah. And that, I think he pulled everything in his neck yeah. doing that move because then when he got him in that early. choke, yeah. fast. And it didn't even look like it was sunk all the way in. It looked like it was still across the chin, but he turned it to the side. And I think that was it for, I think he, his neck's going to be injured for a minute here. Uh, I give Glover. I mean, it's just crazy because Glover. I thought he was done after Anthony Johnson. Uh, you know, um, you know. I honestly, that was crazy. Uh, by the way, the I best thing I think about this card was the way uh, you got to see Khabib fight six times. <laughs> 
that was <laughs> over and over. They fucking these Khabib clones kept just climbing in the ring, and I think only one of them lost. I think only one Khabib clone lost. Yeah, the first, the first one. Uh, yeah, Dan versus Sanhagen. I don't know what is it about Curry Sanhagen, but he does so well in that first round. Yeah. Somehow he just. I don't know if he doesn't believe in himself or he has the inability to adjust to the, to the, to the adjustments, but it's the same thing with Dillashaw where he was dominating at first or winning. I mean, and then all of a sudden he just allows himself to lose the close ones. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm not taking it away from Peter Yan because Peter, Peter Yan's awesome. And Dillashaw was the champion, but you, you Sanhagen can get there. It's like, he has the ability but it's, yeah. it's a mental thing or something, but he was very... He owned the first two rounds, uh, if I remember correctly, and then the last three were all Peter Yawn. But it seemed... I was like, why isn't he taking him to the ground? Why isn't he taking him to the ground? Like, I thought that was Sam Hagen's thing. He's very tricky on the ground. and I, But he really... I don't know if Peter Yawn's defense was just that good, but he couldn't really get him on the ground. And I was like, what are you doing standing? And, and that was the thing. I think Peter caught him a couple times, and that kind of that kind of woke him up and put Sam Hagen on the defense. And But he never... I was like, take him down. Fucking do the thing you do on the ground. You're fucking tricky on the ground. I don't know. I Peter, felt like he got out of his game plan. Peter Yawn also has this thing where, like, he just goes to those flying knees... I mean, and Sid Hagen does, those flying knees. Yeah. And Jan just walk right through him. Yeah. I mean, it was, this dude's got some chin. I can't wait for the Aljamain Jan rematch. Um, it's going to be, I, I had no idea how good, you know, Peter Jan really, because he was winning a lot of close ones. Uh, even the fight against, uh, I forgot, the kid from New Jersey. Uh, it was like a really close fight. And like he got hurt in the, in the third. I think Jimmy Rivera was his name. Yeah, Jimmy Rivera. But man, he's really found himself. and. Uh, Man, San Diego's frustrating because... What's going on with Al Jermaine? Is he injured? Is he just... What's, what's going on there? Why is there an interim fight? What happened to him? Uh, because he got hurt. He, his, like, neck gave out, and he needed uh, surgery. Somebody today was like, how's your neck to Al Jermaine? And he's like, good, surgery's going blah, 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 blah. And then uh, he goes, no, I meant your, uh, your eating pussy game. I guess it's called giving a neck. <laughs> 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 like, I think you got to get that phrase out there a little further before you can use it like that. <laughs> like, uh, Volkov did great against Tibera. That was a good fight. Volkov's another guy who's like, I think he's like number three or number four, and he's right there, but he can't seem to beat the, the top three guys. Chemaev is a problem. Dude, Hooker got dominated. I know he just fought. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. that version of Khabib, this Mak- Islam Makhachev or whatever. Makachev, Makachev, he, he he's dangerous. This guy's he's yeah. he's he's the most Khabibish of all yeah. the Khabibs. Yeah, the, he the way he takes them down and just like bullies them. I mean, it is out of it is Khabib two point It it I mean, a lot of people are saying that, I and mean, they've been training together forever. Everyone at at uh, AKA says he's just as good, or he gave Khabib a lot of problems in practice. And uh, you're right. I mean, you're right. I, I don't know what he did lose one fight like like four or five years ago. He got knocked out. He just got caught. But you're absolutely right. I, I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen because Dan Hooker was like, I mean, Dan Hooker, uh, Cormier was like, give him the title shot next. And yeah. Justin Gagey was like, get his dick out of your mouth. <laughs> and then and then Cormier. Oh, and see, to me, that sounds like Gagey's worried. That sounds like Gagey might be a little worried. Why would he say something like, bring it on? I'm ready. Who's next? 
Instead, you fucking go, oh, it sounds like you hear footsteps. Well, Gage, you, well, Gage like you hear footsteps. Chandler this week, though. He's, he's, got a, he's got a much bigger problem than Daniel Cormier right now. He's got yeah. Mike Chandler uh, in front of him, and that should be a fight. So, yeah. uh, uh, Chemaev, I don't know, man. This Chemaev is a monster. He's another one. This is the other Khabib. Well, this dude ran. A lot of times when guys are too excited to get in there, like they, 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 they like run out. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and then they all of a sudden, like. They gas out like, after three minutes. Like a feel out round or something, or they don't actually. This dude looked like he couldn't wait to fight. He sprinted out there. He was pacing back and forth. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's going to be a letdown. And then he actually surpassed expectations. Yeah. And he's been hit twice in four fights. Twice. Well, he gets in on him so fast, and then that's just what the rest of the fight's going to be. I mean, that Li Jingling, he didn't have a chance. No. I mean, I felt bad because you knew he wanted to get it back to his feet, but he could not get back to his feet. It was unreal, man. That guy, he was like, nope, I have you now. This is what it is now. This is how you live now. <laughs> and Lee's coming off a win over uh, Ponzinibbio. I mean, this Yeah. Is now, Neil Magny called out Shemaev. I'm a Curious. I'd love to see that fight. That's a good fight. No, I want to see it. I want to see I it. I think that's a very bad fight for Neil Magny. If he could run through Neil Magny the way he did everyone else, that would be – you got to put him in the top five guy after that. I mean, Magny's – I don't know what Neil Magny's ranked, but, um, I mean, that would be a huge – that would be a huge – It'd be a good fight, but I don't think it'd be a very long fight. I mean, Magny, yes, he does have ground game, but he's definitely more of a stand-up fighter, and I think it would be like this guy. Like, he'd be trying to do that thing where he's trying to – keep you at range with his hands up like this and try, and he just go right through it and take you down. That's the end of the fight. I mean, I, I think it's a very bad fight for Neil Magny. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I could see them, uh, I, I could see them trying to make that happen because that certainly for Shamayev would definitely be, I mean, a step up fight. Yeah, kind yeah, of fight yeah. where now you were like, look, you destroyed Magny. Now we got to start. He's in the contender range. I think that would absolutely do that for him. But he was yelling at Dana White, get off your phone. During the fight, <laughs> like he picked up the dude, the little kid, threw him on the ground, and then yelled, "Get off your phone!" I mean, that's <laughs> crazy to the promoter, the head of the UFC. Yeah. Oh my god! Listen, the guys—he's got it. By the way, look at this: Magomed Ankalaev, another Khabib. Uh, <laughs> Ankalaev. Uh, when did he? When did he? Uh, who? Where? Where did he? Oh, he did it. When did he? Oh, Zamir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ran through all. Yeah, he ran through him. I mean, he. I mean, listen. It went to a decision. I found that surprising. I thought he was going to put him away. Well, this dude is like, I think he's like fifteen and zero or eighteen and zero. But the one fight he lost, he was beating the shit out of this guy, uh, the Jew Bear. That's his nickname. Right. And, yeah, and he was that guy. Killing him. I mean, it was twenty. It was like thirty twenty six. And in the last second, he got choked out. Like the last. I mean, one second left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, 99 out of 100 times, that does not happen. Right. So, no, I, I, re I think I remember that, I remember yeah, that fight. Paul Craig against Paul Craig. Right. So, Ankalaev is, yeah, he's the next. I mean, they just, they're just built different over there. They're, it's like, I think I was talking to somebody about that. They don't go to school. If you're good at wrestling, they pull you from school, and then you wrestle. Yeah, and you're just, right. No, and I think you see that. There's a, there's a strength in their muscles for their weight that is more than what you have in your body. I mean, it just is. It's from doing it so much. Yeah. I'll tell you what, you know who came back really well was that Amanda Hivas. That first round, 
that Jandaroba chick went in there and she beat her up pretty good. I was like, Amanda, you're going to fucking lose this fight. Yeah. And then she came back so much better in the second and third rounds and dominated her. They got to let girls wrestle over there. I don't know. If they're, 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 yeah, they're, I know. They stood them up and I'm like, why are you standing them up? I'm talking about in, uh, in wherever they're in uh, Dagestan. Like, oh, okay. They, like, they got to let the girls go to school for wrestling too. Cause then they'll all come over and just start <laughs> fucking beating up all our girls too. All right. Easy AOC. We get it. I'm just, I'm just joking. <laughs> okay. I just think you're asking for a cultural sea change uh, from the Dagestanis for that to happen. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then uh, what else uh, happened? Yeah. It what was, fight was that? I guess it was a fight in the PFL then. That was the girls fight where the one girl kept taking her down and then the ref, you know, would stand him up because he was bored. I'm like, but she's dominating her on the ground. I was like, you have to let her have that position. She's not, you know, but he kept standing him up and giving it away. I think that's the final I was thinking of. If we go over PFL, I'll, I'll point it out. Now, um, the, the one ref, though, against uh, in the Dos Santos fight versus uh, Benoit St. Denis, that was the one where the ref were like, they were like, get this fucking ref out of here, right? That was the one where uh, Daniel Cormier was like, Get, stop the fight. The guy was beating the living shit out of that guy. Remember that? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. That's one of the ones I didn't watch. Dude, there was one fight. This fight, like, this dude was murdering the other guy. I mean, it could have been stopped a hundred times to the point where you thought you were about to witness a murder. And Cormier was yelling, stop the fight, stop the fight. The other, guy, the other guy was showing a good chin, but it was like, it was crazy. Can I tell you something? When we turned on the main card in the afternoon, we been hanging out, talking with the in-laws, you know, for hours at this point. And I'm like, do you guys mind if I watch some fighting? Because there's some fights on and I do a whole podcast. It's kind of important. I see them. They go, okay. So we put it on for the main card and we start the main card and there's blood all over the mats. And I'm like, boy, something happened in the prelims. Holy crap. Yeah. But I thought it was from the eye cuts uh, from Hamos Tukagov. I thought that's what did it. But you're telling me it was just, it was the other fight, the St. Dennis fight. I'll have to go back and watch it. Well, it was, it, uh, let me see. It was the, one of those things where it was, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, they were losing their minds that the guy didn't have to, uh, to fight. And, uh, yeah, because they weren't calling to start and stop the Hamas fight, the Tugago's fight, Tugago fight, because they were both, but they were, it was so funny because they were both cut over the, over the right eye. Right, right. Like they right, just right. kept exchanging shots to each other's right eyes. No, and they was, pretty much had very similar damage, very bloody too. Well, the other the fight I was telling you about, they pulled the ref from the rest of the card. Good. And, Fuck and, that and, guy. And then, and then the guy had a, uh, you looked at the guy's fighting career, he was 0 4, the ref. So it was almost like, well, if I can't want to fight, <laughs> I'm going to let someone else get their ass kicked too. Well, like, yeah, I guess so. He's like, let me go. It was fucking crazy. Um, well, I will have to go. Oh, our boy Machwan Wolf dominated. Rest. Although I will say this, he walked into the defense that knee on the shoot because he knew he was going to do it. So he got him right with the knee, knocked him the fuck out. But I kept expecting more of the guys fighting the other Khabibs. I kept. They knew they were going to shoot at some point. And I was like, they got to do the up the knee. The, the that's the only defense against that. Try and catch them on the way in, because once they get you, it's over. Yeah, no, I, I, that was that was crazy. I felt bad for Makwan too, because he was doing so well. Dominated the first round. You could almost make it a ten eight. Yeah. Uh, and then he dove straight into that dude's knee, and I mean, was out cold. Yeah. Uh, 
that was, that was I think that may be it for him, Maquan. I don't know how many more chances he gets. No, he's like the only guy from Finland. Number he's a big one. fucking deal. You're losing 100 viewers. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> What's his record now? Let's see what his record is now. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. He was also doing really well in that first round. You know, he, he was. No, that's true. He was absolutely dominated. The Larone Murphy. He. It's funny. His nickname is the Miracle because that's literally what he got. <laughs> so this coming up this Saturday night, we got Usman versus Colby Covington. Let's go! I will be at the fights. I am very excited about this one. Man, I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen. I mean. I can't wait. I got the worst. I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the nosebleeds, but I don't care. I'm going to this fight. You're going by yourself? Yeah, I'm going by myself. You, know, you can probably move down. You probably find a seat that's like down there. See, you know what? I don't do that. I, that's so, because I, I, then I'm not comfortable because I'm worried that the person who's seated is is going to show up. And then I'm not, I'm too old for that. Uh, I, I'm, that's why I bought a ticket and I will sit in my seat and I'm sure I'll still love it. So. What do I think is going to happen in this fight? I mean, Colby Covington, as much as people think he's like distracted or, you know, he's the big Trump guy or he's this, that, or he's making ah! these videos, the guy is so focused. I mean, I, was gonna say, I don't think anyone thinks he's distracted. I think everyone thinks he's hyper focused on this fight and has been since he lost it last time. People have no idea. Like this, no, guy, he, he, this is all he's been thinking about for what, two years? All he thinks about is this fight. I yeah. All he thinks about. And he also is convinced that he was poisoned the last fight. That they, he ate something. They gave him food poisoning. He had a high fever. He was shaking. And I don't know if that helps him or hurts him. I'm, I'm not sure if, it's, if it, it could be true. I'm not here to tell it because people have said similar things. I don't know. I, I don't think anyone poisoned him on purpose. Maybe he did eat some bad food or something or some bad drinks or whatever. But I know Probably that. Probably fruit. But if you do think that. And that is what, if you really were at 70%, whatever, and you gave the kind of performance that you gave against Usman that first time, who knows? I mean, Usman is better, though. He's a better fighter than he was. They're both better. I mean, Colby Covington just destroyed Tyron Woodley. I mean, didn't lose a second of that fight. I, no one had dominated Woodley to that point like he did. Uh, just, you know, people can, you know, say, well, Woodley was shot by them. Maybe, you know, that's a different argument. Um, a lot of people were picking Tyron Woodley for that fight when they, when, when, before they fought. But Usman looked amazing against Masvidal the last time. Yeah. I mean, in fact, so good. I, I, I had picked Masvidal. I was like, this is when Usman is weak. He's the champ. Well, Masvidal wants this more. I, I really thought Masvidal, and he, he beat him good. It wasn't even close. I mean, he beat him good. He laid him out. But against Gilbert Burns, Usman was rocked against Gilbert Burns. That first well, Gil Gilbert Burns is, is power, baby. I mean, that's that's his that's his thing. Is he's power? But he also and Gilbert gassed out the first, and then Usman came back. Well, that's why his his thing is power and not <laughs> not cardio. What's up, people? I got some really good news. Okay, we are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season, and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Yep, I'm talking about Bet Online. BetOnline remains your number one spot for the basketball and football action this season. You got to head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus from basketball, football, 
baseball postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC. Boom. Right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait. Take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. Uh, for this fight, I'm I'm picking Colby Covington. I don't know why. I mean, I know why. I think I just think he's going to fight the perfect fight. I think he's going to fight the best fight he's ever fought, and I think he's going to beat Usman. I do. Um, Honestly, I I can't disagree with you, but I want to see Usman win, so I will go with Usman. Um, yeah, I mean, but but Colvin, Covington's heart and focus and energy and everything is poured. Listen, if it ain't this Saturday, it's never. Yeah, if it isn't, it's right. this Saturday is Colby Covington's moment in time, or it ain't coming. Now the so, Trumps, now the Trumps are going to be there. Uh, it's at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> The crowd's going to be pro-Usman. I believe it'll be pro-Usman. Will that fuel or – I mean, but Kobe's the guy that went to Brazil. They were there the last time, and that didn't help Kobe win. No, but they're going to be against Kobe in this one. The last time it was even. Everyone booed – it was funny. I was there. Everybody was booing Kobe. Well, I wasn't, but the crowd was booing Kobe. And then the lights went down, and then you heard Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> All the Kobe fans came out of nowhere. Like, once it was dark. Once it was quiet. And yeah, dark. once it was, it was like. We didn't oh, really get to see them until January 6th. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is New York. This is in Vegas. I feel like there's more Trump people in, in uh, but a lot of people hate Joe Biden right now. Joe Biden's popularity is not very good. I think Listen, Usman, Joe Biden ain't giving nobody anything to be excited about. So. They're pretty sure Usman campaigned with Trump also, though, to be honest. I think he was like there. He went to a couple of Trump rallies, I believe. So uh, anyway, Rose Nabiunas versus Zhang Wali. Oof, another fight. Uh, who am I picking for this one? I'm going with Zhang in this one. I think Rose. Well, Nabi- I went with Zhang last time, and I feel like I cursed her with my pick. <laughs> Rose is just surprising, and she again, uh, much like Bruce Lee Roy, she's one of those fighters that you know, gets better with every fight, even though I don't see it coming. I have to admit every time, like they're more round, well-rounded, a better fighter. The Rose just gets better and better and better. So I don't know what Zhang may have done. That's going to be different this time that Rose isn't going to be doing. Training with Henry Cejudo. And well, that'll, that'll raise that wrestling game. Yeah. And she's really working on a wrestling. And that was the only like knock on her. I mean, other than the fact that she- I mean, I'm with you. I'm going with Zhang in this one because that's who I think is going to win. And it's also who I thought was going to win last time. And I think it's who's going to win this time. So, I don't know. I can't, uh, you know, she's such a tough cookie. Chandler versus Gaethje. Ooh. Oh, what a fight. Oh, I'm so glad I get to see this live. This is going to be a good fucking fight. Who do you? I mean, I know both of us in our hearts want to say Chandler. But Gaethje, that power, those hands. I can't I, – I don't think Michael Chandler's ever been hit the way he's going to get hit, and I got to go – I got to go Gaethje. Dude, Michael Chandler posted a, a, a picture of him and his, uh, his son. You know, they had adopted a, a black son, like a most adorable kid ever, and it was like – I think it was like his birthday. So they, and everyone like on Instagram was like, beautiful kid. What a beautiful kid. It's just one after another. And then someone writes, I don't think that's your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Like, like people like, and then people like yelled at that person like, "What did I do?" Like, you know. But it was just kind of, I was like, kind of funny though. Uh, it is. It's kind of funny. 
Is this Don Fry? Do, do we get yes, it? Yes, it is. All right. Yeah, me too. You're, you're only 50 minutes late. Uh, how are you, Don Fry? Hello? Are uh, you kidding me? Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, I can now hear you. Can, yes. How are you? All right. I'm good. How are you all? Good. We missed you, man. So tell, tell us about how the surgery went, like what happened. Tell us about everything. Well, it's not surgery. They, they inject you with the stem cells, you know. Um, right. Right into your back? Do they put it right day. into your spine? Yeah. Yeah. The first day they gave me an IV, and then I went out and walked for two hours straight immediately. Next day, same thing. Gave me an IV in the other arm. Went out and walked for two hours straight. And um, then the next day, they uh, did both shoulders, and then they did um, – some of the vertebrae and the spinal cord. And I'll tell you what, I felt fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. Dude, that's awesome. That's such great news. It was, man. It was. And I haven't slowed down since I got home, so it's starting to catch up with me because, oh, you know, my shit. muscles aren't yeah, muscles aren't strong enough to keep up with. <laughs> yeah, now that you exactly now that you feel better, boy, the ladies and the legal immigrants of southern Arizona better watch out. <laughs> damn right damn right look out so don this, this is the best you felt in what 10 years 20 years what's that is this the best you felt in like 20 years 15 yeah 15 years partner yep oh wow now this this procedure that you got for the normal person i know that you know obviously to have someone like you a legend go down there they were they obviously it's something they can use to to prove how great their system works but for the average person who has to pay for this out of pocket about how much to the average person would you know this type of of uh, procedure you know activity cost you know that one partner i don't have any idea because oh, okay. one, I didn't have to concern myself with it, and two, they have the um, they have it in uh, Colombian pesos, so you'd have to do the you know. That'd be some kind of crazy. So it was basically thirty-five million pesos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> one billion exactly. It was a billion dollars. Okay, um, okay, yeah. Because because what I because it seems like this would not be an inexpensive procedure to do. It would or not? Would not. It seems like it would be pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. It's. Uh, I'll tell you. The. I'm susceptible to. Um, uh, fuck me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry. I lost. Lapses of memory. Scams. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, to. Uh, fuck me. I can't believe that, man. I'm, Susceptible to um, fuck, infection. I, I, yeah, infection. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, the place is just spotless. Just spotless. You know, and perfect temperature. You know, to keep the germs out. And I, I'll tell you what, Burner. If I had to pay for it, I'd pay for it to go down there and do it again. Wow, that's a hell of an endorsement. Now, Don, how long were you were you in a hotel for? How long were you in the hospital for? Never in the hospital. Just you know, you go in and and do the treatment and then leave. Um, you go back to your hotel room, you know, or what have you. Uh, 
they gave us a tour of a, of a farmer's market one day. That was fun, you know, and uh, the rest of the time just hung out there in the hotel. Uh, it was real nice because uh, they had an ice cream store right outside the door. <laughs> <laughs> now, you went, it was you. Who else went? Dan Severin? Did he go? Who else went on this trip? Dan went the week or two after I was, I had already returned home. Oh, okay. We didn't line it up correctly. But uh, Coach McMahon went with me. Coach McMahon was a uh, high school wrestling coach of mine. You know, he was my summer uh, wrestling coach, you know, in high school. And, uh, you know, when you do freestyle and Greco during the summer. Right. And, now, are there uh, any uh, Colombian hot women around? Oh, man, all over the freaking place, man. They all over the place. <laughs> they were laid? good looking. No, I did not. No. <laughs> I had the coach in there. We split the room, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so you double-teamed a chick. I get it. Good for you. I love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, made a, you made an Eiffel Tower. Good for you guys. So Don, how long before you yeah, could actually, yeah. like, work out or do, like, a, a run or lift or anything like that, a wrestle? Right away. You know, they, they uh, want you to go out there and, and get moving. And get the get the stem cells moving around, and yeah. activated. Wow, that's amazing! All right, so let's talk about some of the. Fight. I'm telling you, partner. I woke up. I woke up without any pain. I didn't have to grab, you know, a pill. I didn't have to grab a cane, you know. Um, wow. The, yeah, the uh, they they have the hotel on one end of the uh, ball, then they've got you know a ball, uh, which is probably about a half mile mall. And then they have the, the treatment center. And, um, heck, I, the coach had to wheel me over there. And, um, you know, because uh, you, you, start, you start the day after you get off the airplane and get there. Right. So, you know, you kind of end up. And next time, you know, I flew from here to Fort Lauderdale, Lauderdale down to Columbia. And next time, I'll, I'll go from L.A. or Houston. I, I don't care, man, what the – if it's a thousand dollars more, it's worth it. You know, just to save the three extra hours of travel time each way. Now, yeah, yeah. Did they say anything about the bullet wound that's in your leg? <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> they didn't even notice it's Columbia, man. Shit. It's, yeah, it's that's just part of the time. course. That's how they know you're in Columbia. They're like, oh yeah, he's been shot. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Now, Don, did you watch the Glover to Sheriff fight? No, I did not. I did not by doggone uh, Tony, who's my the producer, cameraman. You know, one of he he didn't tell me that it was only eleven o'clock in the morning. You yeah. know, yeah, it was on super early. Yeah. Well, Glover won. He's now the champion. So I, uh, it was. He turned yeah, out that's, that's crazy. Who would he beat? Uh, he beat Jan Blakovich, who was awesome. I mean, Jan was coming off some major wins. I mean, Jan beat Israel Adesanya. Jan, uh, he beat a lot of guys. And uh, Glover beat him. Right. It was awesome. And then uh, – How did he beat him? Uh, he, he hurt him in the first. He, he actually hit him with, like, a, a can opener in the first. Uh, he, I mean, he had him on the ground and, like, did that and, like, fucked up his neck. 
Oh, it looks so bad. I was like, God damn, that looks like it hurts. And in the second or the third, in the second, he rocked him. Second, yeah. Down on the ground. And then once he sunk in the rear naked choke, his neck was already so fucked up from earlier that he just tapped immediately. Yeah, because wow. he didn't even sink in the choke all the way. He just still had it across the chin. And Blahovitz just was like, I'm out, stop, 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 gone, go. So I think that can opener really fucked up his neck bad in the first. Yeah. And then there was, oh, and then there, nasty. Then there was a ref it's, earlier. It's a nasty move. Then there was a ref earlier who didn't stop the fight on time, like let some guy just get pounded on. And uh, they fired him. Like after that, they, they, they took away all the rest of his fights and gave them to other refs. Who was that? Uh, I don't. I never heard of the guy. Uh, but they they got rid of him. And then, also in uh, upcoming news, Jake Paul is boxing. No, Logan Paul is going to box Mike Tyson in February. Oh, uh, fuck! <laughs> Thank you. Fight Don Fry. Come on, <laughs> man. You got to show him your moves now that you're back from uh, Colombia, man, with your new back. I tell you, you man, show him what's that happening. is so sad. That is so sad, you know. I, I get healed up finally after 15 years, and the guy uh, ducks me by taking the Mike Tyson fight. You know, shit. And then Tyron Woodley is going to box Dan Hardy. Uh, who do we like in this oh, fight? Oh, really? Greg, who do you like in that fight? Oh, you know, I don't know. I've never seen Dan Hardy box. So, I mean, you know, that, that's a strange thing about this, all this crossover <laughs> competition. Yeah, you know, you you don't know how these guys are gonna do just with a simple set of rules. Yeah, I'll take away take away the legs and all that. Yeah, and I think when you see them fight like just boxing, you see them like actively mentally trying to keep their feet on the ground. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. I mean, you've got to fight the instinct and, and you know the response. Exactly. You spent 20 years programming yourself to lift that leg, you know, and right. now you got to program yourself to not lift it, you know? So, Don, this Saturday, yeah. Don, this Saturday, <clears throat> it's Usman versus Covington, Madison Square Garden, for the belt. Who do we like? You like Usman, don't you? Come on, so, tell the truth. <laughs> I'm going with the white boy. <laughs> I knew you would, brother. I knew you would. Now, why are we going with Kobe? He better win. What's that? Why do you think he's going to win? Uh, he's got to get even for Trump getting cheated out of the election, you know? <laughs> so he's got that for motivation. And, um, you know, Usman, oh, oh, shit, Usman, oh. Oh, I was thinking Israel. Oh, God damn. Boy, I am a racist, aren't I? Oh, <laughs> well, considering that... Well, Inazania wouldn't have made it any less racist. Yeah, yeah, they're both black, so I, I'm not really sure. And I don't think you're a racist at all, for the record. Uh, yes. Uh, but, so, we like uh, Usman, we like Kobe White. The first fight was very close. Usman won in the fifth. Kobe thought it was a bad stoppage, but he would have won anyway. It was 2-2 going into the fifth, and... That would you know it was only a minute left in the in, in, in the fight. Kobe has since beaten Tyron Woodley. Usman has since uh, beaten Gilbert Burns as well as Masvidal. So they're, you know they're both really good fighters. Uh, both at the top of their game. Both in their prime. Oh, very much so. Woof. The Trumps will be there. Yeah. Uh, the, the Trumps will be there right. uh, to support. I don't know if Donald Trump's gonna be there, but definitely Donald Donald Jr. 
Um, they're going to be asked to uh, support Colby. Well, at least I know who to ask for cocaine when I'm in New York. <laughs> um, it seems like they're pretty even. When no, it comes that's, to, that's the other guy. <laughs> uh, I mean, when it comes to wrestling, they're both you know, all-American wrestlers. Uh, you know, Usman was a D2 wrestler, but was, a, I think, national champion or two-time All-American. He, trained for, he almost made the Olympic team. Colby was a two-time uh, All-American wrestler for, uh, for Oregon. Comes to striking, you got to give the power to Usman, but the volume to Colby. Cardio, they're pretty. I don't think you've ever seen either of them tired. Yeah. I don't know if anyone can match Colby's cardio. And on the ground, I would assume they're both probably black belts on the ground, although we don't see it as much. It's a very even fight. The power, you got to go to Usman. That's the only thing where that like alarmingly strikes out, where Colby doesn't really, you know, he hurts you on the third or fourth punch, but Usman has that like, one punch. You know, right, but you gotta, you gotta give the conditioning. You gotta give conditioning to Colby, right? Yeah, but I would think so. I mean, his conditioning is second either, to none. But we never seen Usman tired either. So it's it's a it's pretty it's they're pretty very evenly matched. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a really good fight. I mean, it's shaping up um, to be one of those matches of the year. You know. Either that or it's going to be stinker of the year. I mean, exactly. You're exactly right. It's either that or they're just going to, like, like feign to not touch each other for three rounds and then in the fourth finally get going right. and everyone's booing and shit. <laughs> you know, you're right about that, Don. It's either going to be the greatest war or a total fucking just like, fuck, come on, fight, you guys. They both hate each other. Right. I mean, I mean, Colby calls him Marty Fake Newsman because I guess his name was Marty or he changed it to Camaro. Uh, and then he calls his trainer Abdullah Sleaze. Uh, they almost got to a fight at a buffet <laughs> in like Vegas. I mean, they, they, they don't, there's no love lost to see these guys. Uh, also, Rose Namajunas taking on Zhang Wali. Uh, Zhang was the champion from China. Rose knocked her out. Zhang didn't even know where she was afterwards. Uh, but she's been training in Arizona now with Henry Cejudo and over at, at Fight Science, or not Fight Science, I forgot what it's called, Fight Something. Um, fight ready. It's going to be a really, really good fight. Rose, you know, she, she, she rises, she rises to the occasion and she's, she's really good. I mean, she's getting better and better. Yeah. This one, Don. Uh, I like Rose, but you know, now is this her first, first fight with this new camp? No, that, no, she didn't switch camps. Uh, Zhang did. Yeah, this is her first, yeah, this is her first time, uh, changing camps. All right, yeah, that that could be a factor, you know, a major factor. Well, it always is, but yeah, you know, it's really questionable when you uh, change camps for a title fight. I mean, she must have been really unhappy, you know, with the with the last group of bozos or to do that. <laughs> yeah, but she lost. I mean, but she was also one with those bozos. Like she, you know, she beat. Yeah, she made it to the championship. She made the. She was a champion with those bozos. So I think she just wanted to to, to be able to drag her to the ground. Well, you got to set a new goal. You know that that was my problem. You know before the UFC and Pride is I would attain a goal, but I wouldn't set a new one. Right. And uh, so yeah, you, you know you you you've got to you got to set a new goal. What's, I mean, the people, the camp, okay, the camp got her there. Okay, they got her there. But can they keep her there and can they, uh, you know, keep, 
keep keep going more, you know, with it. Yeah. Yeah, I think she was also mad at Rose for making it like a U.S. versus a communist thing. Um, that really threw her off. She's carrying the flag all the time. Well, I think she was saying because Zhang's from China and, and China, you know, they support communism and she's American and she kind of brought that into it. And I don't think Zhang really wanted that to be an issue. <laughs> now, like, this is their first thing. What? I'm saying Zhang, Zhang carries the, the commie flag, right? I think she does carry the Chinese flag. Yeah, she does. Right. Well, she's Chinese. I mean, you know. Right. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah, I know. My question is, is this, this is the first uh, fight back for both of them since they fought each other last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or is there fights in between there? No, no, no fights in between. This is right? It. This is a quick, just the second, rematch it. Right, yep. Wow, that doesn't happen a lot. No, it doesn't happen. I think with the no. women, oh, there's less less women. Right, so right. So it makes more sense, but but that's that's surprising. They always make them kind of go back down and fight the I way back it, up. I, I actually wish it happened more. Now, Michael Chandler versus Gaethje. This is like, oh, Ooh, love it. Talk about like a fight that gives you a boner. Um, so, Don Fry. Can we not? Can we cut that out of the? Uh, <laughs> Talk about a fight that gives you a boner. I just want to blow both these guys. Gaethje makes me so hard, but Chandler. Oh, I could just bone him all afternoon. Like, what is this? What are you saying? Adam, what kind of show are you making this, man? The fighters give you a boner. I just you did. You just said it. The fight itself. (laughs) Don, you heard it. Did did you hear this shit that he's saying? Yeah, he's trying to backpedal, man. We got you. We got you. You You can't. You can't crawfish your way on this one, boy. Uh, I got it. So Chandler versus Gaethje, who do we like? I'm going with Gaethje. Boom. Yeah. Well, he's an Arizona boy for one, you know. And, there you go. Uh, he, he's a tough little bastard. I mean, shit, grow up, uh, you know, in, in the mines. You know, <laughs> your dad's a miner. You know, you, you got to be tough to grow up in that outfit. And, uh, I just see, I think he's got more, he's got more, he's bringing more to the table, you know. Uh, Chandler, Chandler's good, he's a hell of a wrestler. But, I mean, uh, has he done anything besides out-wrestle and out-condition people? Um, I mean, look, the first fight against Dan Hooker, it was like the best UFC ever, as far as the best uh, UFC first impression he just destroyed dan hooker then his next fight against charles Oliveira, he had Oliveira out i mean he was being the shit Oliveira going to the second round and then he got caught and lost uh, that was a very very that was a real good back and forth fight so he he has power um yeah i mean they're both kind of very similar fighters of just balls to the wall who's gonna win uh, right. Gaethje's really right. you know when, when gaethje kept losing to poirier i kind of thought he was like on the the B side of his career, I was like, you know, I was like, I don't know, man. When he he came in, he beat Michael Johnson. Beat, he lost to Eddie Alvarez, and then uh, he lost to Poirier. But then when he came back and he knocked out James Vick, knocked out Barboza, knocked out Cerrone, knocked out Tony Ferguson, and then he lost to Khabib in a weird fight. Uh, it's just a didn't look like himself in that fight at all. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, yeah, but Khabib. 
Khabib could do that to anybody, though. You know? I mean, That's what I was thinking. Yeah. That was weird because he was fighting Khabib, and you know that had nothing to do with him being yeah. weird. Khabib made it weird. But Khabib was trying to strike right. him, and it didn't look like the same Khabib as before. That was actually one of Khabib's that, even though he won, it was a strange performance by Khabib. Now we have Alex the Spartan, who's now. Are you just the Spartan now? Or are you not? Are you no longer Alex Nicholson? On Instagram, it was just Spartan. I'm cutting off the name, man. You know. I don't want any ties. Okay. <laughs> You're here with Greg Wilson and Don Fry. So just Can't Spartan. catch me by my government name anymore. Love it. Now, you're coming off a huge win in bare-knuckle MMA. Uh, which it was – you were the main event, and you beat the shit out of that guy. That guy was a tough guy. Very tough guy. Uh, but you made it look easy. Correct? Yeah. It's good to be back, man. Um, and it's always better to give than receive. You know, but that meant a lot of people discredit my opponent because we all know how it goes. People talk, but they wouldn't go in there and fight him. The man had over 100 fights, and he literally took a beating. I think most human beings would have died. Like, I, I, I wouldn't have taken – like, if I gave myself that beating, I would have killed myself. It sounds weird to say, but I, I know how much I could put out, and I've hit people with one of those elbows, and they've been unconscious. So that man had – the wherewithal and the toughness, and hats off to him. I mean, I talked to him after, and it was, it was amazing. He was coherent, and I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. This man took a beating that would literally kill most humans. Like, my hands were sore, my elbows were sore, and I'm a big, tough, strong dude, man. I've been doing this a long time. It's not like I don't have experience. I mean, every fight I have won has been a knockout, so – it's 100% finishing rate, but it's it's good to be back. But hats off to Jonathan Ivey. I can't say that enough. I can't believe beating the man took. So what's the difference between bare-knuckle MMA and regular MMA, like the, as far as, like, training? I mean, it's the same thing, honestly. I mean, it, people – I don't want to take anything away from the sport, but MMA is four-ounce gloves. It's like leather over your knuckles. But on contact – I can't take anything away from that little half inch of padding. It goes a long way. I mean, <laughs> my, my hand, my hand was pretty fucked up for a while. I was worried. Um, you know, the adrenaline was going after the fight. I'm like, I'm fucking great. I'm fine. And then a few days later, I was like, Holy shit! You know, the tequila and the adrenaline's worn off. And my hand. Is <laughs> but I, uh, you know. I'm good at controlling the distance and the range. And after a while, I started hitting them with some tiger fucking claws because I couldn't keep doing it with the knuckles, man. So it's definitely oh, a, savage, a savage fucking thing that we're doing, you know, the bare knuckle MMA, the bare knuckle boxing. Hats off to anybody willing to do it. I'm excited. Nice. To be yeah, you can't. You're back you, to your you can't, you can't hit that hard. You you got to regauge your your you know regauge your your speed and the amount of power you put into it, or you're gonna shatter your hand. You yeah, know? you're not. So it's, that's, you know, Don, that's very smart uh, and very true. You you can't you can't go out there, especially if you're a power puncher. Forget it. Right. You you'll only be able to have one or two of those fights, and then you're done. Wow. <laughs> now now, Don, I heard you used to fight in like some kind of shacks or something before you got into the UFC? Like, in some kind of what? Like, like some kind of sheds or something? Are you kind of shed fighting or something? What was, like, there was rumors that you fought in some kind of weird warehouse. You had warehouse fights? Yeah, I had a warehouse fight in Atlanta, yeah. 
<laughs> I like I like the idea yeah. of the, the the shack. I'm the crack shack daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you remember that old this the Clint Eastwood movie called Any Which Way But Loose? Where he was yeah, a guy who yeah. would just fight people in parking lots and everything. I feel like that was based on Don Fry. I feel like, like that was the original Don Fry story. Where, I could just uh, Don, where, where, Don, where was the warehouse? Up. Who did you fight in the warehouse? Uh, I fought the uh, ex Navy SEAL. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. Really good guy. Really good guy. But in the hell, I am waiting by, you know, 15, 20 pounds. And what's funny is, that guy fought Scott Ferrazzo, um, bare knuckle too, you know, shit. I mean, it was, and Scott, Scott was, it seemed like, uh, three times the guy's size, you know, but you know, wow. you're a Navy SEAL, you're tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there may be, maybe by paper. I mean, I guess, yeah, if you have to go through that training, you can't take anything away from that, but you got to admit, there's been guys who have all kinds of militant, Type training and they're still pussies. I mean, but I guess oh, you yeah. couldn't say. I guess you. Couldn't I say will not be it. admitting that. <laughs> that's, that's, basic, that's the basic military, you know. That's, that's not the special forces. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Now, 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 Spartan, who are you fighting next? We don't know yet. We're trying. I'm still trying to fuck with Sasquatch. I'm fucking with Sasquatch. He's he. He's talking a lot on my Instagram, but he backed out of the first fight, so I don't know if it was contractual. Okay, by the way, with Sasquatch, you mean Bigfoot Silver, right? Yeah. Mm. There you go. Okay, so so. Or the actual Sasquatch, you know. (laughs) You can find that motherfucker. I I don't think I'm sure. I'm sure he'd be tough. I'm sure Sasquatch would be tough, but I doubt. You know. Might be the first fight ever. You see Alex Nicholson fucking throw up an armbar. I'll be like, Sasquatch doesn't know (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this this sounds like one of those limited edition fucking comic books, Sasquatch versus Spartan. What if Sasquatch exactly. fucking Spartan? Parallel universes collide. Why that multiverse? The kids are yeah, the multiverse. multiverse. So it's anything yeah, that that's what's funny about that multiverse shit. It's like, oh, how else can we make more money off fucking Spider Man? That's really what it comes down. That's to. That's all it is. They're like, let's just make eight different more Spider Man. That's it. There's multiverse. So, it's a, it's now, such a fucking gag, man. Now, Spartan, you, you did say that Sasquatch ran back into the forest instead of fighting you. You actually put that on Instagram yeah. and, and Twitter. Why do you think Sasquatch is, is so scared of you? I don't think he's scared at all. I don't think Antonio uh, Bigfoot Silva is scared to fight anybody. He's been in there. Yeah. Done, yeah. Everything's happened. I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, that guy's scared because he's not fucking scared to fight anybody. Um I'm wondering if it's medical, like maybe, you know, I, I know he wants to get in there, he wants a paycheck, but his last fights didn't go so well, and being a guy who's been in the sport this long, I mean, I kind of feel for those guys, like, I don't want to end up like that, I don't want to end up at the end of my career and having to fucking fight some young stud, because, I mean, I'm in the prime of my career, it's like, I look at it like that, but if he signs the contract, I mean, I am going to try to fucking kill him, so it's... You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of a fucked up thing. It's almost sad in a way. Um, but I think well, we, all, we all say that. that, man. We all say that, but when we're in the sunset of our career and we get an opportunity to make some money, uh, we go for the cash, you know? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I'm not going to act like I'm going to be emotional about it at all, Don. If he signs that contract, you know, he's got to he's gotta fucking go. You know how the game goes. But uh, right. yeah, <laughs> I'm interested to see. 
I'm interested to see what happens as far as that goes. I, I would love, would I like that notch on my fucking belt? Knock out Bigfoot Silva, a legend? Hell yeah. Yeah, I don't think that'd be a good night. Yeah. He, he hasn't been looking very good lately. I think uh, Gonzaga like, took his head off uh, in bare knuckle boxing. Give us six more months and we'll get Don Fry in there. We'll get you set up. Oh, that'd be, that'd be a blessing. Now, 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 Spartan, I saw you training with Mike Perry for bare knuckle. How's he looking? I think he's perfect for him. He, he's got a, the hardest head ever. He loves to brawl. He loves to fight. How's he looking for bare knuckle boxing? He's looking at me and Mike Perry actually met Don Fry when I fought in Phoenix, Arizona. Like, really? That's just a fun little fact. Yeah. Nice. Don, Fry, Don you came in the ring and um, you met me and Mike when I fought for Iron Boy. Is Iron Boy Promotions? Yeah. That. But uh, yeah, no, Mike's looking great. Um, I think for both of us, we're finally grown men now. Like, people still expect the worst of us because our past and our history. But we both really got our shit together now. We're parents. Like, you know, we even went to Halloween Horror Nights the other night. And it was funny because I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to get that drunk. I got to work tomorrow. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and people see us and they're like, they're like, I wonder how fucked up those guys are. And I'm like, I mean, we're, we're sober. We're chilling. <laughs> we, yeah. we, got now, we, got, we can't get a DUI. I can't. You know what I mean? I'm like, but he is, you know, regardless of what Mike does right now, he's more focused than he's ever been. Um, mental clarity, you know. Love it. He's, he's ready to go. A lot of people are giving shit about the Ariel Hawani interview, but, I mean, he's watching a little fucking baby. Of course he's flustered. He has a newborn baby. It's like, who the fuck isn't flustered, especially as a grown-ass man having to take care of a newborn baby, you know. I'm not going to say lot. we're not great parents, We are, but do we have that motherly nurturing instinct? Like, fuck no, we're not going to say that. <laughs> Like, who's going to take care of a, a baby, the mom or the dad? I mean, you know, depending gotta, on the they situation. Remake, they got to remake Three Men and a Baby with Don Fry, Spartan, and uh, Mike Perry. Oh, yeah. he's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll play the baby. <laughs> I'll, bring, I'll bring the beer. I think you diaper. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, when you came to my show and Mike Perry was next to you at the show, I was making jokes about Perry, but I was looking at you like, this is, he's not going to kill me, right? He's not going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, he, he, you know, my brother is one of those very few guys where it's like, you know, you know, who knows? He's like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I did no promises. <laughs> I'm the same way, though. It's like certain days I'll let shit slide, and then the next day I'll be at Wawa, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to fucking murder this guy. Like, yeah, you can't do that though. You gotta. Now, now, by the way, you had a girlfriend. That you, <laughs> are you are you still, still with that girl, the bl the blonde? I wish, man. So you brought this girl. <laughs> so he he brings this girl to my show, and she's like, I think she was Russian, very nice, beautiful girl, right? Then I follow her on Instagram. She's got half a million people. I'm like, what the fuck? Every picture is her ass out. Like, I mean, she's, and then it's him, like, half naked, like, behind God. him. And I wanted, to, I wanted to like the photos, but I'm like, I don't want you to see me liking the photos of my wife. Hey, wait a minute. What, what's, what's, what's the handle? What's the? What, what, what happened with that girl? Because I. See, yeah, who is she? Like, where can we find her? Perfect for each other. Paulina was a great girl. She's a very nice girl. We were together for a long time, but it was I think it was more like a thing. I have a kid, and she didn't want to be a stepmom. But she it's just she was a great girl, and it was a good time in life. Um, but it was it was actually a pretty serious relationship, man. We were together almost two years. I was driving back and forth between Orlando and Miami. 
And uh, she's too much. She's out in Arizona now. She's doing big things. I'm happy for that girl. Uh, all Good right. for her. What's your, last, what's your last name? Paulina what? Sitting over, bro. Paulina sitting over. Great. <laughs> I'm trying to find her. There's a million hot Paulinas, apparently. Dude, this girl, like. Including I, Paulina Gretzky. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That's Wayne Gretzky's daughter. Yeah. She's got. She has 999,000. Like, you could just give her one million? Like, come on, guys. I did a show with him. He was in the crowd, and I was like, I'm a big fan of Wayne of your daughter. Uh, <laughs> Hello? Yeah, yeah, hello. Sorry. You guys still there? Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're here, buddy. Yeah, we're here. We're sorry. Here. So I well, I'm, you, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry it didn't work out. I thought that you guys were actually a really cute couple. You were like this like early like protector, and she was this like sweet Russian hottie. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you're, you're doing fine wherever you are. Uh, sorry. There's sorry, no I lost you. Oh, okay. Got, got it. Got it. Uh, Don. Oh, the little kid. Adorable. Show me your muscles. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> Wow. Well, at least somebody in this picture is all natural. Uh, so. <laughs> hey, uh, actually, bro, I'm a skinny boy right now. I'm 220 pounds. I see him. I'm 220 pounds. And I, wow. I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm afraid to juice back up, bro, because they'll test the shit out of you. And it's like the funny thing about that, you know, sorry, I lost you guys. I couldn't hear you for a minute, but. Funny thing about steroids, and I think Don would agree, steroids don't make you a better fighter, bro. Like, you could take all the steroids in the world and go fight John Jones, and John Jones is still going to whoop your ass. You know what I mean? Like, all these guys, oh, he took steroids. And made but, him but is, that because John, is that because John's on, on steroids too? No, but I'm saying people yeah, go, yeah. you know, look at those bodybuilders, bro. Yeah, you take yeah. any one of those world-class bodybuilders, you put them on the mat with Ryan Hall, Ryan Hall's going to choke them out. Of course, of course, of course. And it's like, yeah, there's pros and cons, but I think for our sport, it's like you got guys who are 35, 40 still trying to do it, and their bodies just aren't holding up. I mean, I'm not saying it should be allowed, but I'm also saying, like, maybe it should be monitored in the, in the sense that it's like the longevity of a guy's career. Yeah, but Alex, you're such a badass. You don't need them, bro. Like, No, 100%. I mean, I learned – it made me worse. It made me worse of a fighter. I, like you could watch throughout my career, I fought Chaz Morgan, Dylan Kleckler, Chris Barnett, two hundred and fifteen pounds and lean. And then when I got like I got I got so big, you it, I couldn't lie about it. They were like, "Oh, he's on steroids." No, I'm not. But, uh, I was like, <laughs> like, why are you looking at me like that? I don't, ah. yeah. But you know so, what? But, 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 hey, what do you mean? What do you mean? But you, your your band's almost up, though, right? Your band, as far I'm, as I mean, they, they approved me to fight in Mississippi, and I've been talking. I'm trying to get back in the USADA's testing pool. Right. I want them to, to – because that's the only thing that's going to get people to leave me alone. It doesn't matter what you do. Once you pop one time, oh. One time? He, he does steroids. He's over. Right. Well, I mean, look, man, you made a mistake. I mean, you're one of – I mean, like, you're like, one of people. But he's absolutely correct. They don't make you a better fighter. You know, they help you recover faster so you can train harder. But they do nothing for your performance, you know, ability as far as, you know, you, you're not going to go – you're not turn into a, a killer overnight just because you're taking, the, you know, a couple of yeah. shots. You can either fight or you can't, you know what I mean? And, and, and then once right. you do get, get all juiced up, like you're saying, you're going to burn out faster, you're going to tire out faster, and, you know, the end of the right. road – being walking distance. 
So are you? Yeah, it requires a lot of oxygen, you know, to to keep those muscles uh, moving. Yeah, big muscles get tired fast. So, Alex, are you training everything right now? Like ground game, yeah. everything. Yeah, I'm. I, you know, I I want to ride. Masvidal got me back in, and I thought I was gonna have to wait. So I'm all about loyalty, love, and respect. But I'm also trying to make as much money as I possibly can because I'm not getting any younger, man. And I can fight. I'm a great fighter. I could just watch him what Glover did was so inspiring because, you know, I'm 31 and I'm like, let me get my life back. You know, I just got my feet wet again. I just got back in the game and I'm excited for the future. But there's no shame in my game. I don't lie. I don't sugarcoat. Like, I think that was the biggest thing. If I did lie, if I lied to the PFL, if I lied to Vegas, but I was like, yeah, man, I took steroids. Like, I'm sorry. You know, and that was obviously the worst thing I could have done was to be honest and transparent. But, right. I mean, I think that's what's going to give me the fame. That's what's going to make people like me is it's not even at that time in life that I was that juiced up. Because when I talk to bodybuilders and pro athletes, they're like, you were taking like what a girl bodybuilder would take. You know what I mean? So it's like, I'm like, what the fuck, man? You know, but at that time in life, when I didn't have my little boy with me for those weeks, we'd go on and off a week. I was going hard, man, like fucking drugs, alcohol, and I was lost. I got lost in life, and I was so caught up in that shit that I didn't realize it, man. And um, I'm honest about everything. I'm, I'm transparent, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I, I, there's no shame in my game, and I'm working hard, I'm eating good, and, you know, you sound like a fucking idiot saying, you're like, oh, I'm drinking a lot of water, I'm eating good food, I feel a lot better. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Shocking, <laughs> but, shockingly, but, it works. But you get, you get so caught up in your own, your own stuff that until you'll really admit that you have a problem, just like anybody says, you, you know, first step's admitting it. If you don't admit that, you're never going to address it. So Let me ask you something. When you were going hard, what was your favorite drug? My favorite drug, I like ecstasy. Oh yeah, like yeah. like you mean good old fashioned pill, like triple stack ecstasy, or do you mean like yeah. Molly, like they no. have now? No, I was I was a good old bean boy. I like the good like a red monkey, a blue dolphin. A, oh, there you go. I, I yeah, like to buddy. pop one of those and hang out with some beautiful females. I wouldn't even. You want to go to the club? I'm like, no, I'm gonna stay right here with these three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just start rolling your face off and fucking. <laughs> Getting it back for four hours, boy. I love it. Having sex for four hours, dude. You, uh, you really are a Spartan. I mean, you, that's that's the perfect nickname for you. Um, uh, is the Spartan more need? <laughs> but people love you, man. I, when I worked at PFL, they all were. Everybody there was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Nicholson. I'm rooting for Alex. Like, so there's yeah. something about you that's very honest, and I think you're absolutely right. And you, I think in a way you got lucky that COVID happened during your ban. Yeah, you're not lying. That's, Nobody that's was really fighting. So, yeah. you know, now you can come back. People forgot about it. And you look at the amount of people, Anderson Silva, uh, all these people that got, that, that, got, that got popped. And they're all legends. You know, Chael Sonnen, Vitor Belfort. Uh, well, they threw the book at me because my lawyer, my lawyer was in a tragic accident. He lost his niece and his nephew. And he was oh. in a coma for three days when he was supposed to show up to my hearing. Oh, oh like my this God. Show up. So they were like, fuck this guy. He wants to do every drug in the world and steroids. Yeah. And I couldn't blame him. I was like trying to make excuses. But once you've fucked up that bad, you know, like I was saying, it's been 
probably one of my biggest problems in life, not only in my career, is the honesty. It's like, hey, we'll give you $5,000 a month to wear this shirt. And instead of being like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, great shirt. I love this shirt. Post a picture of the shirt. I'm like, well, I don't really like your fucking shirt. It's not comfortable and it's kind of ugly. <laughs> so everybody's like, shut the fuck up and wear this, like, you know. Exactly. Just wear it. Take some pictures. Like, come on. Yeah, everyone's like, just shut the fuck up and wear the shirt. Wear the shoes. Take the supplements. You want to look like me? Drink this. Ah. And then I'm like, yeah, well, he needs to drink some other things. Now, Alex, or uh, Spartan, was it an insecurity thing? Did you, because you also started in the game pretty late. Did you think you needed the, um, to take some of the juice to catch up? Or because the guys were too big? Or like, so why did story, you- story I've never told. In New York City, when I went to fight, for my first PFL fight, I was supposed to fight Kelvin Tiller. But the New York State Athletic Commission wouldn't allow me to not be within 20 pounds of an opponent. So I knocked the fuck out of JQ and we get back home and we're, we're talking about it a little and we're like, okay, well, I mean, they didn't test this anyway. Like, and I'm looking at the other guys and I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's kind of acting up and he's fucking huge, you know. I'm not going to say any names about certain people, but I realized that the finals were going to be in New York that year. So, you know, I had some buddies. My dad used to be a bodybuilder, and they're like, oh, we know what could put 20 pounds on your ass. And I'm like, well, I've never done that. I don't know how I feel about it. And then I talked to a lot of guys in the sport, and they're like, oh, yeah, cycle on, cycle off. You'll be fine, you know, whatever happens. And then people that you look up to tell you those things. And next thing I know, I feel great. Oh, you're right. (laughs) I feel like Superman. This is fucking amazing. And then I was like, man, you know, I'm, I'm recovering like I never have. I'm gaining weight. And then I showed up in Vegas, and they were like, well, yeah, you're pissing this. And I was like. <laughs> uh, can, can he pee in it? <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't feel like I needed it. It wasn't a mental or a psychological thing, Adam. It was – I needed to put that weight on, and I, I should have went with creatine. I should have went with, you know, protein powders. I, I, I made a mistake, and it, it cost me two years. But in a way, I think it, I think it kind of saved my life because I almost lost it, but it, it definitely put things into perspective. And uh, the most impressive part about my comeback recently was people don't know I was in a fucking car accident. I busted my shin open. Oh, oh, oh my you can God. see my shin bone. My head broke the fucking steering wheel. Oh. I could barely walk and was on the ground at my mom's house. So I was helicoptered to trauma. And I was like, fuck, man, this might be it. Um, so overcoming all that shit, you know, drugs, alcohol, uh, too much of anything's bad for you, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know? True. It's true. I, I, I realized I wouldn't have been here for my son. I'm complaining about everything i became a poor me type of guy and i was really being a little fucking pussy and i'm i'm ashamed of that but it happened so what are you gonna do man and i got so much respect for you for coming out the other side and also showing people like you're inspiring people who are either there or you know that you can actually get yourself out of this shit dude so it's like yeah well i think a lot of people that hopefully are listening they think that they don't have a problem and they have everything under control and like you can't do fucking Adderall, cocaine, Xanax and fucking shit like that every day, man. It's a problem. Like 
it's not healthy. Like the prescription drugs, I think are almost worse than a lot of the normal drugs. Like I, I would rather see somebody occasionally drink beer and do blow than be all fucking geeked up on meth all the time. But that's just my opinion, you know. I, I totally hear you, uh, Don. Any 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 comments from the, the great Don Fry? I'm just learning stuff right now. I'm taking notes. <laughs> well, Adderall, like, I, I gotta get me, I, I gotta get me Adderall, a blue dolphin and like, a red firecracker. <laughs> Adderall is basically meth, and um, Xanax is like drinking three bottles of tequila. You're you're gonna sleep for a while, so it's you know, I don't know. They're dangerous games, man, and I just. I feel for anybody that's caught up in that vicious cycle because the anxiety of it, the lifestyle is it's just not going to end well, man. So yeah, Greg, anybody's I, listening, I mean, and I don't want to sound like a like a, a a fucking preacher, but still preacher. Yeah, but it, it's true, man. Like we gotta hold each other accountable, look out for each other, and try to improve this fucked up place. Cause you know, look around; it's pretty fucked up out here. <laughs> I mean, well, Greg, I mean, you said I mean, you did blow with somebody who died three days later on a bad... Uh, yeah, it was two days later. They got a bad bag, and uh, we lost a couple friends. And, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. it's, you can't even touch it these days, the, this fentanyl thing. I don't know where they're getting it. I don't know how the, why they're putting it in Coke. It makes no, makes no sense to me. But I'll tell you what, I'm not touching the stuff. Fuck that. Yeah, no, it's not even worth it, man. Like, I had... I had Two of my guy friends that have little little kids, my son's age, and I went and held their babies at their funeral. Jesus nice. Christ. It's fucked up, bro. Yeah, no, and that shit's and happening. It's real. It's not fucking fake. It ain't just a news story. This is a real thing that's happening to people you know, people I know, people we know, and it's fucking dangerous shit now. You know, you can't even touch it. Yeah, it's like, you know, you do enough of the drug that's just the drug. You, you're risking it anyway, but not to mention all that other shit. You put that in there, forget it. I had, uh, it was one month, three friends died, and they all had little kids, man. Uh, oof, makes oof. me sick. Makes me sick. And then I was hanging out around that time doing the same dumb shit with them. So I'm like, could have been me. Yeah. That's the most eye-opening part of stuff like that is you're like, it could have been my funeral, bro. Yeah, exactly. And that's what a lot of us have had to deal with in the aftermath is how many more of us could have been there at that time. You know, we were kind of a little crew and, you know, we always did uh, stuff like that together. And, you know, we had to deal with the reality that that list could have been even longer. Yeah. That's the hardest part sitting there, you know, wiping the tears off your fucking cheeks is you're like, man, they could be sitting around here burying me. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm, well, I'm happy that you're here and I'm happy you're the first ever bare knuckle MMA champion, heavyweight. Woo! I swear to God, bro. Like when you asked me, I got a little off track. You talked about the knuckle conditioning, but I've been doing some crazy shit, you know, putting my hands in the sand, punching heavy bags without gloves on. <laughs> and I don't think anybody's going to fucking beat me at bare knuckle MMA period. Cause I love it. You gotta get t-shirts. Do you have a t-shirt saying you're the champion? Uh, yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. I need to make beard oils and T-shirts and fucking everything. <laughs> you do, man. I'm not. I don't know. what. The, I still don't know what the fuck a Bitcoin is. So, I'm, you know, I'm fucked. I want to get the Spartan MMA bare knuckle MMA champion shirt. That would be fucking Greg, right? Now, how cool Absolutely. I, I'd love it. I want one. And uh, so, so, all right. So this is a positive show. We got Don Fry just had stem cell research. Uh, stem cell surgery on his back or treatment. How, that, how does that feel? How does that work? How are you feeling from that? Don? 
Uh, I think he fell asleep. But uh, Don, are you still with us? Hey, Parker. Yeah, yeah, I lost you there for a second. Oh, Alex wanted to know how your surgery, how your, uh, how your stem cell, how you, how you, how you feel now. I feel great, man. I tell you what, I feel great. I, I wish I'd have done it, you know, 10, 15 years ago. I wouldn't be in this shape now. You know, I wouldn't, wouldn't have lost uh, the, the second half of my, of my fighting career, you know? Yeah, well, that's what, I mean, that's, that's honestly what you're talking about right there. The reason I'm almost glad I got put on hold because my dumbass was not going to stop until I could barely move. Like, yeah. you know, and you yeah. look at my career, and people thought it was crazy how frequent I was fighting, how often, and it kind of was. So. Well, you know what, partner? Uh, don't, don't put yourself in, uh, don't put your body in jeopardy for the fucking promoters. The promoters don't give a shit about you. You know, yeah. I mean, you're, just, you're just a slab of meat. Oh, I know that. Trust me, brother. That's why I'm happy about the situation I'm in with Masvidal. You know, I'm looking forward to the future and this company blowing up because, uh, as you know, how many promoters do you meet that have never been in a fight in their fucking life? Like, at least, at least we right. got a guy here who could talk it. Like, I think it's the movie Troy when he's like, show me a king who's fought his own battles. Like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, you're making a hundred grand. If my ass is out here trying to murder somebody for fucking 10 and 10, like... Yeah, fuck that. I'm not stupid. I'd rather be rich than famous at this point. So... Well, that makes well, you, well oh. you will be, because uh, you're the first ever heavyweight bare knuckle champion. I'm going to be fucking rich and famous, Adam. We're manifesting that shit. I love that. Well, thank you guys so much. Hope you guys thank have you, a great Don. week. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Spartan. Thank you, Greg. Take care, guys. Take hey, care, thanks. guys.